Okay, so welcome back. Uh, we are on Colcast episode five, part two now. Um, perhaps episode six. We're not quite sure, <laughs> but uh, we still got Dan and Marcello here talking about all sorts of fun stuff, tools they've made, red team stories. Um, got a lot more to discuss. If you haven't checked out part one, please do. Uh, a lot of fun things. God damn it, this intro's worse than the first one. Um, Don't edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep that in. <laughs> and go to question. Uh, okay. so, let's, let's talk about the tiger story, right? That's what we were going to start doing. Yeah, let's just go. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay, the tiger story. Okay, so this is actually the first year that I got, it was at Coal Fire, and... Um, <laughs> I wrote something called GCAT, and it was a Python-based backdoor that basically used Google Google Mail as for command and control. So you just you plant this thing on something, and it uses it just send, basically just sends emails to Google, and you have your client script, your client Python script that just connects to Google, checks to see if you got any emails from like the implant, and so on and so forth. The C2 over Google. And a couple of months after I release it, or more than that, I forget the exact timeline, but um, basically it came out that uh, the tool was used in the 2016 Ukrainian power plant adage. Power, you, oh my God. The 2016, the 2016, yeah, translate, Dan. You know my language. <laughs> I speak the language of the gods. <laughs> Dante's book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, so basically, it was used during the Ukrainian power plant attack uh, in the 2016. Um, I guess state-sponsored Russian attack. Look at how uncomfortable he is. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, basically, and it was used. It was used to. It was used during that whole attack that that uh, basically uh, shut down the power plant and managed to kill a apparently a very white, rare white tiger. That was at a circus. Cub. Let's, a uh, cub. Let's make sure oh, that we yeah, are. Yeah, it's true. Know that part yeah, a cub. With his tools. Yeah, You're and, a bad boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so that that is essentially the tiger story. So and how did you find out about that? Was the FBI coming and knocking? No, 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 no. no. It's, it's, it's normal. It's normal. Like it, you, you, this happens all the time. Uh, if you build, <laughs> <laughs> not to me. <laughs> Well, I mean, okay, if you build offensive tools, what I'm trying to say, I guess, <laughs> is if you build offensive tools and you open source them, they're going to be used no matter what by bad actors, state actors, whatever. So, like, it's not like anyone who has ever published an open source offensive tool before has at least one story of it used, used somewhere, something, some, sometime. Uh, so it's it's normal in terms of, like, regular occurrence. Now, how do you feel about that, like, morally, though? Like, I mean, like, do you... Do you feel I mean, sleep knowing that you're responsible for killing an innocent? <laughs> nah. <laughs> and it's probably because I'm a bad person. <laughs> but the bad. No, not really. No, I really don't think about it a whole lot. Well, because I'm actually happy that I'm solely responsible for the extinction of a certain species. Wow. No, 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 no I, that's not on the record. <laughs> the way that I look at it, and the same same thing can be said about like if you release an O'Day, right? Like if you didn't do it, somebody would have eventually. Maybe yeah, they have like yeah. a closed source Google Mail C2 server that they would have used instead. Like they right. might have made one if you they just didn't. Yeah. And, and the yours. reason why these state actors usually use open source tools in the first place is that they don't want to burn their actual kit, right? They don't want to burn their actual tool set that they would use like for for gigs or like, you know, uh, gigs. We're calling yeah, them. gigs or ops or whatever <laughs> the hack this ops. Bank. Yeah, I yeah. Gig this week. Oh, whatever, whatever like higher up ops they have. So it's it's more of like using existing tool sets so that they don't burn their actual trade craft like in an actual state sponsored ops. So like, you know, it's 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 it, it makes sense from like yeah. a tactical standpoint. You don't want the Windows 10 cloud delivered protection to Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Metasploit evasion modules that worked for a month, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, for a month to bypass Windows Defender, but not. I think if you do tweak them a bit, they still can. But I personally have not used the Metasploit evasion modules, so I, I couldn't speak for it. And what tools do you use that you haven't developed? That was one of my questions. That I haven't developed? Yeah, like what other... Yeah, do you still tools? use Empire a lot or is that kind I of... I don't use Empire a lot, but that's mainly because uh, we're at a... Like the, the clientele that I have um, tends to have PowerShell pretty locked down. So they're really... Like AMZ and stuff? Yeah, or? yeah, they got the whole works. Like they have like script block logging, transcription logging, like module level logging, like yeah, AMZ, constrained language mode. Plus, sometimes they just uh, literally just blacklist the actual binary. With the PowerShell.exe. Yeah, yeah, PowerShell, yeah, PowerShell, oh, yeah wow. sometimes. But that, that's easy to right. bypass. PS yeah, yeah. PS, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's How's not... How's that work? I've never heard of that. PS attack? And so, incredibly enough, this is, this is actually... Um, 
a good transition into the Silent Trinity stuff that I've been doing because oh, okay, yeah. it, basically that PS attack or just like any tool that uh, somehow manages to execute PowerShell without PowerShell.exe actually embeds PowerShell within C Sharp. And hmm. that's because like these languages are all based on the one framework, right? And okay. they're all interoperable. And nice. so <laughs> nice. I said it right. Yeah, I said it right. So you can time. still use like PowerShell syntax and stuff within C Sharp? Yeah, well... Yes, sort of. Sort of. So, like, you basically you embed the actual engine. So, like, there's a certain API call that you make in C Sharp that embeds the actual PowerShell engine, and then you could just throw it PowerShell source code, and it'll just execute it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's the same thing with Iron Python. You embed because again, they're all based on the .NET framework, right? So, you embed the Iron Python engine within C Sharp. You throw it Python, Iron Python source code, and it just does its thing. If does you're like embedding engines and stuff, don't you, do you end up with like a massive binary? Or yeah, actually, small? yeah. So that's another thing too. So incredibly enough, you don't because um, there's a certain event that you can hook in C sharp uh, called the assembly resolve event, and what that essentially does is it tells C sharp, hey, if you're missing a certain DLL or dependency, do this logic. And that logic can be whatever you want, right? So it can be like download it from this website or, you know, uh, take it from like the res- the actual binary resources and load it that way. You can, you know, at that point, like your, your world's your oyster, right? So uh, there's that one single event that you can hook that makes you create this binary that's really, really small and the dependencies just get resolved on runtime. Oh, wow. Huh. So, like, something massive doesn't get run, like, written to disk? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it needs it? Yeah, and the beauty about, like, doing this in C Sharp is that because the frame, .NET framework is so tightly integrated within the Windows operating system is that you can, uh, Im- you can execute C Sharp from a lot of things. And there's a lot of, like, Sub-T did a bunch of work, like, finding ways to execute C Sharp. So, like, there's the MS build mm-hmm. uh, whitelisting bypass that you just give it a C Sharp source code, uh, give it to MS build, and it'll compile that C Sharp source code and run it. So you can like embed the, and there's actually a sign trinity stager for that. You can embed that stager in the MS build file. You can execute it with Wimic, that exe. Like there's a bunch of stuff that you can do with C Sharp and Windows. Sub T is a killer resource. Yeah, yeah, he's he's done a lot Real of good killer. stuff. Is he on Twitter right now or off Twitter? I know he goes in phases, yeah. like he'll, he'll disappear. Him, though. I mean, keeping a balance. In yeah, life, yeah. I mean, you don't want to. Yeah. To do the stuff that he does is so time intensive, and it's so much banging your head against the wall of frustration and not getting the goal that you wanted. Yeah. That if you don't take breaks. Well, just burn out. And people are mean to you, too. Like, when you start releasing open source, like we were talking about in episode one, or part one, people, like, once you open source stuff, people are knocking down your door, like, add this dummy, like, please, I need this. Yeah, I mean, okay, it's not that bad. Like, I mean, (laughs) those are, like, those are just, like, yeah. I I imagine that he gets some... No, he probably does. I think it was mainly, like, I've I've talked to SubT a bit uh, over the years, but it seems like, I think the reason why he's got off of Twitter mainly because he's sort of a reserved individual. Like he doesn't really like that much attention. So I think he just wanted to just start fresh and just like get out of the hole. That's fair. It'd, it'd be cool to like hire a lawyer and just do all of your open source dealings through this lawyer. So no one even knows who you are. You're yeah. just like writing the code. It's like when you win the lottery and you yeah. just give all the money to the lawyer That's and the now no one knows who you are. Yeah, That'd yeah. be kind of nice. Have a, uh, what's it, like a trust? Yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. The, instead of An open my trust for money. Trust. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. want the attention, you know? Yeah. New ideas. New ideas. Yep. Yeah. An open source trust. <laughs> <laughs> now, when can we expect uh, documentation for Silent? Yeah, I mean, read the code, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's the the code oh, documents boy. itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> documentation. Okay, so in a realistic time frame, as of right now, I'm working on the Never. second version of Silent <laughs> Trinity. Okay. Okay. Is Which, that is that a new information? Has that been released, or is that a cold cast exclusive? Uh, I mean, I guess technically it is a cold cast exclusive. You heard it here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold cast, I guess cold cast technically, exclusive. <laughs> technically, I guess yeah, it is Woo! sort of a cold cast. Silent Trinity. Just give it to him. Just give it to him. Just give it to him. Okay. Silent Trinity two. The second version. The Silenter Trinity. The Silenter Trinity. We'll call it Avengers yeah, Trinity. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's mute. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, mute it's just Trinity. yeah. It just you can't. It does not speak at all. Not even a hum. Um, and <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, exactly. So this does feel like the future of the tools that we're going to be using, like these embedded binaries the that can't be caught by. AV essentially because there's no good hook. Is that my under, my understanding? You need right? to do like memory forensics constantly in order to catch this stuff. So like, the I think yeah, what's the AV? Kuwaitic got burned though. Right, Kuwaitic got burned. 
Empire's burned. Metasploit's burned. Yeah, Kuwait. I tried using that on an engagement recently, and it got caught by Defender. I was like, what? I'm so sad. About so I think it's going to be like PowerShell. C Sharp is going to be like PowerShell in a couple of years. Um, it, the the way actually uh, .NET 4.8 has uh, AMSI integration, so they can now scan assemblies in memory. So like if you execute if you uh, execute assemblies in memory, AMSI will hook in. Now I've actually not tested this. I know like there's XPN. There's a couple of people on Twitter that have started doing the research on like how good this actually is. Uh, it doesn't seem to be quite there yet, but it's it like the the C Sharp tradecraft window is probably going to expire just like PowerShell. We're sort of like in the prime of it right now. Um, now, what's interesting though is that PowerShell scripts, you can still get them to work even bypassing Defender and some of the yeah. high-end stuff. All you have to do is put a little AMZ bypass at the top, which is a couple lines of code, mm -hmm. and then obfuscate the code because Defender is not doing crazy AI heuristics to find this stuff. Defender is still looking for static strings. Yeah, it's going like byte by byte though, right? Like it's grabbing no. pieces of the string. Because yeah. I, I was watching, I, I think it was it was Dave Kennedy. He was doing a talk about AMZ bypasses at Wild West Hackenfest. Yep. And he showed that unicorn tool that he made and it did that. It bypassed AMZ just by changing like part of the payload to something that yeah. does the exact same thing. Right. Like you can right. you can trivially bypass this stuff if you want to keep updating like the obfuscation, like keep right. updating you the You have to update it about yeah, every yeah. week. Which is something that I personally hate doing. It's a real pain. Yeah, it's a real pain in the butt. Uh, but it so, works. It yeah, does. no, it does yeah, work. You no, have no, no. Automate it? You can't. You, you, yes. That's what Unicorn was for. It was yeah. supposed to automate it. There's, so there's the tool invoke obfuscation mm -hmm. that I use the most that works really well, but you have to give it the exact right commands because some of the commands are burned. Uh, some of the commands make break the script. Um, so when I'm trying to do, when I'm trying to, when I have to get a PowerShell script to run, I'm doing an AMSI bypass at the top and I'm obfuscating with invoke obfuscation. Yeah. It's, it's a little hard to script because of so much breaks. It. So I think the best way to go about it right now is to take, so the Rasta Mouse has this awesome uh, repository. And do you I, know him? I don't think I've met him personally. I might have some, I don't, I've not, I've talked to him a lot, but I don't think I've met him personally. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's and I awesome. want to get some Rasta Labs. Yeah, yeah. The Rasta, he's got some good stuff. Rasta House has been doing some great research. Um, yeah, I feel like I know him from how many times I've seen his name in the last right. few years. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. daggone mouse. Sorry. No, 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 no. You're that fine. Daggone yeah, no, mouse. With the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, do you know what that is, actually? Apparently, I found this out. It's a children's show in England. The mouse? Yeah, Rasta no mouse. Way. Yeah, it's, a, it's a children's show in England. I, I, no I think. Like, I think from what I understand, it's I like know Mickey it's mouse. a real character. Yeah, yeah, it's a real thing Definitely. from like a children's who's show. That, who's that Italian children's character? You got to use uh, that. Uh, oh, oh my God, the Gabibo. Gabibo. Oh, Gabibo. Don't even get me started with <laughs> the that big guy. red monster. It's like a Chinese knockoff of Barney. Barney. Yeah. It's so take amazing. Yeah, oh, I take Barney. It's red and pipe like his 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 annoyance level up to like a thousand, and you have the Gabibo. And he comes on like the Italian Late Show with like those girls. Yeah, the, yeah, with the Bellina. The yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's this Italian, there's this Italian uh, political show called Striscia Notizia, which is like very famous in Italy. It's been going on for like 40, 50 years. It's been on forever on TV in Italy. And there's the, always like these two ladies dancing, scantily dressed. And then there's this big Gabibo that comes out, which is, oh, God, I hate this dude. That I should be your ah. new, your yeah, new symbol. Yeah, yeah, Gabibo. It's like, I hate that. I, don't, I wouldn't want to do that. I seriously <laughs> I hate it. Every yeah, day. yeah, yeah, I see it. Like, he's got this really annoying voice. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just awful. So it right really now is. you have the, the Abe Lincoln. Yeah, though, what's right? the deal with the Abe Lincoln? Yeah, where'd that come from? That's a good question. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think I literally just, I just like the idea of Lincoln with a pirate patch and that just that's stuck. cool I like that's it. And yeah. the, it didn't have crossbones yeah it had crossbones yeah yeah i just thought it was cool that's oh. and it was 14 year old me thinking it was cool <laughs> wow okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just found it somewhere i think so yeah, yeah what about I you Nate? why'd you go with it. knuckles knuckles me? yeah oh. he's like trademarked and stuff <laughs> <laughs> don't hate him don't hate no, him I, I love knuckles are you excited for the new sonic movie coming out oh. it looks great right damn well, no the character looks absolutely horrible <laughs> i'm glad they're going to fix it right approach yeah. knuckles i mean i well one Fun fact, I used to have dreadlocks. Ah, so there's, okay. There's, uh, okay, yeah, okay. Long ones, kind of like Knuckles. Second fact, Knuckles is like the best character in the franchise. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> so that's th been this has nothing to do He's with got the, the Ugandan hands. Knuckles, though, right? No, no. Uh, okay, okay. This is before what, Ugandan Knuckles. That's right. just further proof of the value of the character. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's no Ugandan Sonic, but I'm just, That's fair. So, that's fair. I mean, yeah. you're just... Facts. Okay, that's fair. Facts. that's fair. These are facts. Dang. Yeah, I wonder why they didn't pick Ugandan. I can't fault you there. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Knuckles that's is true. a better one of the. Like, Tails sucks. <laughs> I mean, you have. Sonic is pretty good. Knuckles yeah. is just as fast. He can fly. He skips over all the obstacles when you play the games. I mean. Well, Tails like does that too. Character. 
You know, it's I never played a Sonic game before. I'm not good at Sonic games. I never played one. Since we're already off on a tangent about yeah. like, video games and stuff, Woo. I have a question that I w- was wanting to ask. Mostly you two. I don't know. You're open to answer, but I don't think you will watch it. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Either of you guys watch that? Oh, that's on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. I have not. Netflix I've now. seen it. I've not watched it yet. Okay. I, I just recently started watching it. The I thought, anime? Yeah, yeah. It's an anime. I thought you were telling me to watch it, but maybe I was it was telling you to watch else. One Punch Man. I've been like, I've been watching One Punch Man. That I've never laughed so much in my life. One Punch Man. One Punch Man is amazing. Did y'all know season two is out? It is. Yeah, it's a different animation studio though. Four episodes. I think it's great. I mean, it looks the same. People say it looks way worse, but I haven't seen it, so I can't. I can't argue. I haven't seen that. I haven't, I haven't seen Speaking it of games, did you guys ever do game hacking when you guys were kids? I didn't when I was a kid, but I recently picked it up now. Um, there's like, it's, there's some software. God, I, it was like three months ago and I already forgot. But you just load the binary in and you can like, I did it with Cuphead, if you've ever heard of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Cuphead, yeah. You, uh, you go and you say like, capture all these memory addresses and then you take damage. And then you say, capture these memory addresses again and see what changed. And you can do that process over and over again and see like what correlates to you taking damage and that memory address value changing. It's exactly like the brain. Like you can just shut off bits of the brain with yeah. like transcranial magnetic stimulation or something and just see how that affects you. Transcranial you magnetic slow stimulation. Down there, boy. TMS. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you Mr. Psychology degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Oh, oh damn. Yes. Yeah, cool. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> I'm just too uneducated to understand these words. Victor had uh, some really cool ideas on video game hacking that he hasn't released any of his research for yet, but the the gist of it, uh, Victor's Victor Teisler is uh, one of our researchers. And he was he, on episode two. Oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah, Pancho. Yeah. Yeah. Pancho yeah. Death Metal. I don't know if he talked about this, but uh, he had he was hacking Diablo two way back in high school. Like he said, he'd wake up with printing out pages of the you know the source code or something oh of the wow. of Diablo two. But uh, he had a really cool research that's based around running a game inside of a hypervisor. Yes. To bypass all anti cheat. That would make sense. It's brilliant. It's one of those things. I was like, why didn't yeah. I think of that? You know. Well, because I I thought about that before, but. I and I was like, I'm gonna try it. And as soon as I started the game up with VMware running, it shut down and was like, anti cheat has detected that you're yeah. running this game in a virtual machine. There's, I was like, are you serious? Okay, well, there's easy yeah. ways around that. Apparently. I imagine there's bypasses, but I, I wasn't. I think there smart it needs to be to a specific hypervisor because like VMware is sort of like you, yeah, you can fingerprint that. Do like easy. ESXi or something. Yeah, or something. Or something yeah, QEMO or something. Yeah. Knowing, yeah, knowing Victor is probably QEMO. Yeah, yeah. Was, most likely. <laughs> if it's hard and technical, what's the hardest hypervisor to use? Uh, that's the one that's what yeah. Victor Googles every time. How do I do this the coolest way? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. the most intense way possible. Yeah, his um, AMT hack was incredible. Yeah. Completely high. You know what's funny? I actually am testing a client right now, and for the first time ever, I've seen AMT disabled by default. Wow. Ooh. I was thinking about actually trying to use some death metal stuff on a pen test because why not? Like, yeah. If it's enabled over the network, like start scanning for that port, run whatever, uh, yeah. whichever one Nathan, I think, or whichever one scans. I think it's Pickles. pickles. Yeah, yeah you run Pickles and it scans that UDP port and sees if it's enabled. Log in with admin admin if it's there. Like, yeah. why not? You can RDP in basically or VNC. Yeah, hook. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to Victor. Um, and the other exclusive the other that we're ex- going to get out of you. Okay. <laughs> the, the second drive. Brace yourselves for another cold cast exclusive uh, from Bite Bleeder. Do you got some like drum sound effects or something we, you can we add can, to this? Yeah, we, we, can, we, can, we can do it in post. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Next week on Coldcast. See me. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, CME version five, which is the Python three port, um, will be coming out. Async IO. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be using Async IO. Oh my god. Um, updated modules. Yes. Yes. Updated modules. SMB I think. Modules, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Modules. I think the biggest thing is probably gonna be that the database is gonna be a huge part of it, mm. um, as opposed to like an afterthought, which is sort of currently is now. Um, mm. It's gonna be a lot more tightly integrated with the whole tool and. Ideally, the uh, the dream of this is is that uh, I'm going to be integrating that with Sound Trinity as well, and Sound Trinity with Word Baron. So you'd basically have like a single tool to manage your infrastructure, your red teaming, and your uh, network Good pen Lord. testing. How long do you think that's going to take you? It's going to take a long ass time. Uh, <laughs> is anybody? Gonna help? <laughs> it's going to take a long time. Is okay. anybody going to help you like with that? Or like, are you open to help? Or how does that work? I'm definitely open to help. The problem is um, you would have to spend a lot of time to get 
um, familiar with the code base as it is right now. And I don't think people like people don't have that time to spare unless like you're paid to do R&D or something. Like if somebody really was <laughs> jumping out of their seat wanting to help you with this and get involved, yeah. how could they do that? I think the best way would probably just to hit be hit me up on Twitter right. and I would glad I would gladly accept any help even if it's just like writing documentation which or unit tests or unit tests but I ain't got time for unit tests man I'm sold on <laughs> unit tests Yeah yeah you're I'm sold, sold on, on it. I'm sold on the idea too the problem is I barely have time to write the actual yep. tools yep. so it is a it takes a long time yeah, Well yeah. and I saw at least for Silent Trinity you're very particular now with like pull request rules like if you're oh, yeah. going to bother me about this make sure you're not yeah, sending no, no. me dumb Nonsense. I made yeah. that mistake with Wi-Fi Jammer. I was so happy that people were submitting pull requests at all. I was like, oh, merge, yeah, merge, 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 and merge. it was dead. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No, uh, you like can't. it broke the tool. You, you have yeah, to. Everything yeah, was yeah. broken, and you I can't. just didn't feel like reverting. Yeah, no. And the next, yeah, I, I really put a That's lot of smart. thought. Yeah, I really put a lot of thought into like the uh, when you open up pull requests. Well, not now, but in the future version, when you open a pull request, there's going to be like a huge freaking preamble to like if before you even attempt to open a pull request or open an issue, you got to read this because otherwise like I'm just closing it. I feel terrible closing pull request issue or pull request just cuz like you did work for me, you know? Yeah. I didn't yeah, pay but you, you, for you that. Gotta, didn't do anything. Yeah, but the thing is, like, if you want to maintain the state, like, exactly, the right. Yeah, of yeah, it. That's, why, <laughs> that's probably why Linus is such a hard ass. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I get it. If he wasn't a hard ass. You don't want to break the Linux suck. kernel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's more writing on him than like stupid CME. Like you're you're, you're breaking like the whole freaking Linux kernel. Well, that's imagine big deal. something like a like dirty cow comes out, but the Linux kernel wasn't maintained properly for the ten years prior. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. fixing something like that after it's a mess. Yeah. But yeah, CME version five. I, I'm hopefully getting. I'm actually getting some R and D time for that. Um, by the end of this month and the end of like the next month, I think the end of June. So the idea is to have like the new version by July or August. And <laughs> um, two questions: do, do you know the code name that you're going to use? <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> yes. <laughs> is that going to be like a Black Hills product, or is that going to be yours? It is going to be sponsored by Black Hills. Cool. The reason <laughs> it is going to be sponsored. It's on your GitHub, but sponsored. By yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it's on my GitHub. They, I'm just gonna. I, I mean, sponsored by Black Hills because the thing is, I am going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is R and D, and I'm literally working uh, towards this where I could have been working on clients, right? So it's fair. Like I put their logo on the CME repository. Sponsored by Black Hills. I already have another tool, Spring Toolkit, which is sponsored by Black Hills. That was developed during uh, client time for a specific customer. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's more than fair. But Black Hills gets the visibility and, yeah, yeah, and everyone yeah. else gets the tool, which I think is perfectly fair. Yeah, that yeah. seems reasonable. And the, we're, we're going to talk about the sponsoring uh, the Paul thing, right? right. Well, I had a question, oh, yeah, about, about Black Hills too. Just like since you guys are all remote and me and you work mostly remote at this point. Mm -hmm. You're, uh, you come into the office most of the time still, right? Yeah. So what does Black Hills do differently than Coalfire as far as like supporting remote employees? Mm -hmm. And like, wh I guess what does Black Hills do right that you really appreciate just by nature of having oh, man. so many remote employees? I think it's, 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 a, it's like comparing apples and oranges because, um, Black Hills oranges, doesn't. Yeah. We're all orange. Sorry, it's like comparing triangles to hexagons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Columboscopes to kaleidoscopes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's different. It's very different. So I think uh, a lot of the um, I don't know, I don't know where I even begin. I guess the first difference is the way the whole company is structured. It's, uh, coal fire is much bigger than. Um, Black Hills. Yeah. We're, we only, we're big at this point. Yeah, yeah you guys yeah. are big. Like, you seriously are when big. When I joined, we were pretty small. We yeah, had, yeah, like yeah. 15 pen testers, I think, when I joined. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it grew, like, insane. Like, Coal Fire grew insanely, like, over the course of, like, the first the three, four years yeah. here. Um, uh, so, I guess the first difference is, like, everyone's 100% remote, with the exception of, like, I think two to three people that actually live in South Dakota. Um, other than that, like, it, the way the I think the company, the way it market its, markets itself is somewhat different than Coalfire as well. And because of that, we tend to have different sort of customers as well. Um, the, yeah, it's it's really hard. Like, it, 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 is, it is like two different animals. But I as think. far as like the IT infrastructure in place to support remote employees, like, do you guys have constant chat rooms where everybody's always in 24-7? No, no, I mean, not 24-7, because that would sort of, like... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but I mean, like, Coalfire has, like, Slack channels and IRC and stuff, yeah, but sometimes yeah, we, they're we, kind we of empty. Have, we, have, we have chat. We have chat channels that we uh, that we use um, to speak to each other. We have uh, pretty, like, daily stand-up meetings and stuff. 
Daily uh, meetings. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah, daily meetings. Uh, we have like team meetings as well. We have, you know, and, and also, also like we tend to work together on the same client as well. Uh, so we usually communicate with each other over like video chat and stuff to okay. like sync up and like what we're doing, like throw out ideas, like the brainstorm, that kind of thing. So, so much more fun to work with other pen testers. It is. It really thing. is. Like oh it is mind-blowingly different. It's like, so much more it, fun. I definitely recommend. And there's a lot more value to the client as well because oh, yeah. you have two brains. Yeah, collaborating with someone, you get way more yep. work done. Yep, yep, On yep, physics exactly. stuff too, it is a huge benefit because yeah. you you it opens up an entire avenues of attack, like distraction attacks. Someone spills coffee. The next person runs in naked, you know, and then the third person gets into the bank. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the the key part is the person running in naked, though, because that that's the main distraction. Yeah. The main, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has that been done? I'm just yes, incredibly no. Not yes, from us. not from yeah, us. Not from us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I've heard stuff. Yes, is by there a friend. A name for that? The streaker Ooh. or the streaker? I mean, yeah, oh, yeah I mean, and the playbook, the hacker's playbook for yeah, yeah. <laughs> the streaker attack. We need to document that. Yeah, that's a technique. That's a that's a that's Velcro closing. Yeah, one of uh, I heard a story from one of our old bosses that uh, they released a puppy into a, a bank one time as their distraction. So they went to the, they got a puppy, they release it, and it, they got the most rambunctious one they could, and it takes off down the hallway. Meanwhile, the guard and everyone else is chasing it, and they just mosey on into the network closet. <laughs> oh, nice! Wow, so, that is really good. Yeah, puppy, the puppy attack. That's a good one. The puppy attack. Yeah, yeah I like that. I like that. Mm. Jeez, that's crazy. The, this physical security gig that's coming up for me, I'm like, I've been racking my brain trying to think of ways to get in because last year I wasn't on the physical security part last year, but uh, it sounds like the client, um, the point of contact for the client, told the physical security guards like, "Hey, we're gonna have people coming out like within these three days." It's never fair. Yeah, it's like, why do that? But this year, it sounds like they might not tell them, but they might. Like the point of contact is being a bit vague, which makes me they're think they're probably them. gonna tell them still. So I'm trying to find a way. Like, what do I do if the physical security guards are expecting me? Like, what do I do? So the puppy mm-hmm. attack, the streaker. Yeah, the streaker is going to be I mean, I've got a second guy with yeah. me, so he could he could do the naked. <laughs> I could do the naked, and he could go in. The, the distraction ploys work really well against guards specifically. Because we, me and Justin Wynn had a gig recently where we were breaking into a massive skyscraper in New York City. It had four entrances. Each of them was manned by a guard. And we tried. We just we poked and prodded the security when we got there. So I try and pretend to act like I'm just a dumb tourist, drinking my coffee, and I just kind of glide by him while he's distracted. He looked distracted. But no, he saw me with that lazy eye, you know? Just <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? Snapping at me, that New Yorker type. Hey, so, you over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my hot dog? <laughs> so uh, we ended up going with a distraction ploy for this one. So what we did was uh, we contacted the owner of the building, who was a b- first billionaire I ever talked to. Like, oh, wow. Thank well, you, second, thank you. but yeah. not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. he, uh, he guides me over to the leasing agent office place, and I schedule a leasing uh, uh, meeting and so that me and Justin show up there uh, he takes us right past the guards no IDs necessary no nothing takes us up to this empty floor we explore around and then Justin gets sick all of a sudden conveniently <laughs> gets a little little tummy issue <laughs> and so he uh, he goes down to the elevator and he goes to one of the empty floors he goes to one of the bathrooms on this empty floor the men's restroom was locked the women's was not so he goes into the women's restroom and this floor was uh, unfinished because they were leasing it. Uh, we thought it was completely empty, but the building is so enormous. There was one corner office way off on the side. So Justin's sitting there. It's 2.30 in the afternoon. Justin's sitting there in the bathroom. He has no food, no water. <laughs> we didn't prepare that well. <laughs> so he's sitting there. All part of the plan. <laughs> he's sitting there, and, uh, and he sees uh, some, some, a woman open up the door to the bathroom, and he sees her feet stop in the doorway oh. and immediately turn around and get out of there. And he's like, uh-oh, because <laughs> he's in the stall. So clearly she saw his feet, his, his man feet <laughs> underneath the stall in an, a supposedly empty floor. And she gets out. She calls security. Security comes up, knocks on the door like, yo, man, what are you doing here? <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. I, I just had, I had a big tummy ache, and I had, to, I had to go find the closest bathroom, and this was it. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'll be out of your hair in 10 minutes. And that was good enough for the security guards. So they're like, all right. And so they leave the bathroom. He waits for the elevator ding and the doors to close. And he gets the hell out of there. He goes up to the stairwell. And so we were going to wait. This was a, um, I don't want to say anything about the client. But uh, we were going to wait till after 5 o'clock when everyone leaves the office, not knowing a New Yorker's work ethic. (laughs) And uh, so like 5.30 or 5 o'clock rolls around. And Justin, hanging out in the 
stairwell for two and a half hours, has had enough of this and wants to, you know, get on with it. So he opens up the door using an under the door tool from the stairwell. Because oh if you're God. ever looking on physical security things, uh, you're always looking for stairwells. Stairwells are the key to the city. You can get to the roof. No one ever checks the door security on these for some reason. They're usually yeah, very poorly secured. So he now, uses when, when you see those signs that says "Don't open" and the alarm will go off, or is that are those normally true? So I have a story I, about that. I avoid those. Oh. I don't know if they're true or not, but I assume they are because okay. I, well, you know, you've busted open doors when you're kids and had the alarm go off by accident. So okay, just curious. I assume I don't have a story about that actually. As soon as I thought about this story, I was like, I probably shouldn't tell that story. So never okay. mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Justin opens up the door. He turns the corner into the office. And 30 heads snap right to him because <laughs> he thought the office would be empty. Oh, he had a man. pen cam in his, in his pocket. And one of the pictures, a still from the pen cam, is a man looking at him like he is a ghost. <laughs> Just like, who is that person? Just fear and excitement. Like, Because this is, I mean, this, this client had money. They had lots of money and they were paranoid. So he makes a beeline. He's wearing a backpack. He's wearing a backpack with like a skull and crossbones on it. You know, some young dude walking into this office full of uh, middle-aged men. So he makes a beeline for the exit, goes right back to his hiding place before anyone could ask him about anything, Mm. and then has to wait another like four or five hours. So I'm standing out there. No way. Oh, man. Like until night-night? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was freezing cold outside. night and I was waiting outside the door or outside the building, counting the floors, looking for the the lights to turn off. And it's, I mean, hours are passing here. I'm freezing. I'm bored. I'm like, hey, listen, their lights are never going off. This is a 24-hour <laughs> office. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> so Justin's like, all right, man. I wanted to, originally wanted to go in with him, but uh, it was too risky. So he's still up there alone. So he finally. <laughs> he's still there. He's still there. <laughs> he's still Justin, there if you can hear us, give us a sign. Were you talking to him this whole time? Yeah, like we're over texting, texting back and forth okay. and talking. Uh, so eventually, like, 11 p.m. rolls around, and he's dying of thirst and hunger. <laughs> just oh, goes he for it. <laughs> and, and he, and he uh, makes it in. You know, there's no one in there, so he does the network drop and everything. And we come back the next day, and apparently the client did not tell the building that they were going to have a physical penetration that's, test. That's a problem. <laughs> so me and Justin walk up and hand our IDs to the, uh, the guards and everything for our debrief meeting, and this giant burly New Yorker comes barreling out of the uh, oh, uh, stairwell, sees us, locks eyes, and just starts stomping towards oh us. And me and Justin God. are like holding hands. You know? <laughs> Put your hands up, man. Get in that defensive position. <laughs> he gets right in our face. This guy's like 6'8", massive dude. Apparently they had a security for this place. He's ah. like, if I ever catch you here again, this is trespassing, you're going to jail, blah, blah, oh, blah. Man. And uh, after his little tirade, he starts walking back to the uh, the elevator to leave me and Justin to our business. And Justin looks at me and he goes, well, that's not how you handle that. <laughs> <laughs> that seems a little unprofessional. Did you have to go in for the debrief? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you Damn. just like, walked in after the guy? Uh, well, he we told him that we had legitimate business this time oh. and that we weren't breaking into anything. And he said he was watching us on all the cameras and stuff. So everywhere we're going, we're just like pointing the camera. Like, I see you, buddy. I know. Hey, it's your boy. Is that, is that the picture, the Twitter picture? The Twitter picture was a bank job. You just also happened to be on a camera and did a sweet little finger gun? Yeah. Finger I've guns. always wanted the finger guns. Finger guns. That's uh, a How did you camera. get the picture? Like, did you ask the security team? No, like, it was uh, me and Esteban were on that gig. It was a bank headquarters, and we just destroyed them through those five techniques. Those exact five techniques yeah. that we used that I talked about earlier. We destroyed their headquarters and all their branches. Yeah, it is scary how easy it is to break in physically sometimes. Like, Jeez. I was on a financial, I was doing a physical and a financial institution a couple of months ago, and then we literally like just owned the entire building using the the can of air technique. Oh, that's, that's amazing. And once you're, once you're like in the building, plugged into the network, it like most companies just don't lock down their yeah, yeah, stuff yeah exactly. As well as what do y'all should. What do y'all bring to? To these uh, physicals. Oh, we got night vision, thermal. We got yeah, uh, yeah. These guys, hooks. these guys. I, I'm not even joking. <laughs> this is not a joke. Yeah, yeah, I feel no. like you're joking. No, I'm not. No, no, no. We, he's you, not. We've no, used them, and they have saved us. They, they actually, night vision yeah. and, and thermal vision saved us. Thermal on a few vision's engagements. expensive. Where do you though? get thermal vision? Six six hundred bucks on Amazon. You ex- yeah, for like a crappy one. No, it's it like, works great. It's like two forty p. Are we it? talking like Splinter Cell? Like no, it's a little handheld, like a monocular. Oh yeah, you can get. I think they originated for like hunting rifles, actually. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. It was killer. I think you sent me the link in, in one of the group chats that we're in. You sent me a link to it, and I was like, that Can looks you, cool. But do you it's have still... this? I want to see it. It's in my house. We, yeah. Justin, I think, brought it in once. Justin has it, right? Or do you have I it have it too? Na- I have a set now, but I was using Justin's on uh, okay. uh, one of our engagements. Yeah, that's really cool. Justin brought his in, and damn, you can like see, like when you walk, you can see oh, the, the trail. The trail. Yeah. yeah. Like footprints? Yeah, footprints. No yeah, because was, your heat resonates. It's resident. really cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. We were breaking into a utility 
uh, a massive utility complex and they had guards that were walking around that facility the whole time but the place is so huge and open when you run from one building to the next you're running like 50 to 100 yards so we had to make sure that these guards were far away so he would bust out the thermal and we would just watch these people in pitch black we, we were covered from head to toe in camouflage and uh are you, uh, face paint and I'm, stuff. This is this is right that. before you this joined. This is actually no. This is actually true. <laughs> yeah, we were That's sending crazy. pictures back to Marcello the whole time. Like, yeah, Marcello, yeah. check this I out. See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it. We're full camo and face paint. <laughs> it's pouring rain. We're like watching these guards through the the thermal and night vision. And then uh, as soon as they would turn a corner, we'd be like, "All right, let's go!" And we'd just start sprinting to the next building so we could get to the control room. Yeah. So like, much fun. How good are guards Pretty in your fun. experience? That sounds awesome. I've got to do very one. good. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's you can very tag hit or miss. What's happening. I, I, I want to. You want hours for it, but... Most, <laughs> what? Oh, okay. I mean, I'm, I'll get the XP. Okay, yeah. So I'm just inviting Nate along to the one that's coming up like next week. For this, oh, this is yeah, how it happens. If, if you want to, if you want to come along, I mean, you can always use more people and... Well, y'all need a streaker, so... Yeah, we need a streaker, so... That'll or a puppy to run loose. Yeah. Fireworks, I'm sure that's probably yeah. Yes. In the bank, fireworks. You can go in and like, you I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you get a couple of calls with fireworks. <laughs> you know what I've always wanted to try is using Wi-Fi Jammer against a bank branch or any any company. Use Wi-Fi Jammer, jam the internet, call them up. Yeah, so you're the in IT like a couple tech, minutes. Yeah. Say, hey, we saw the network connections down. I'll be over in ten minutes. That would be a really easy pretext. That'd probably be good. Although yeah. I think I don't know the legalities of it, so I haven't tried it. If you're doing it on a bank, yeah, you probably want to ask your point of contact about that because you could be interfering with some pretty important financial yeah, transactions for sure. or something. I don't know. I've been, I haven't been, I haven't tried that yet. Yeah, that's a good idea though. I like that pretext. But yeah, no, it's great. Like, guards are really hit or miss. I find I, on physicals they're because not paid much, and so they don't I think, care. Like on my last physical, the guard was literally there watching YouTube videos and had earphones on. Perfect. The, ah. Completely the opposite direction of the door. Gun out. He should. He should have been guarding. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Fifty cent videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something. Yeah, probably or something. And we literally did the can of air trick right in front of this dude. And he didn't even notice. I mean, like, he had the no, headphones and he didn't hear Yeah, the he didn't hear anything. He didn't see anything. And he was just staring at like. So, like, I think guards are pretty hit or miss. I'm not sure what, like. You get either the overzealous guys that are ready to tackle yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I think you get, there's there's no middle ground. Like, you either get yeah. the really good ones or the really bad ones. I think that that is legitimately the case. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. I have Wait, to do more testing. So, on y'all that. were saying grappling hooks, night vision. I, was that the full list? A can of air? Uh, can of air. Uh, okay, wait. So passes. this is Every- Justin and Dan has grappling <laughs> hooks and, 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 and thermal Gary. and night. Yeah, I, we're not. We don't. We the Black Hills. We're not that intense. I want to be prepared I, I think, for anything. I could probably convince someone to get us some thermal goggles, but yeah, I don't know. You use a grappling. So hook. I was this close to using a grappling hook, but I screwed up. And I got caught right before I was going to. I was, were you like <laughs> pre-grappled? Dang. I was. Well, we were doing the. Uh, we were doing, ripping it around. <laughs> I was right here, and all of a sudden, the, the cop just tackles me from behind. Oh, Dang, I can't That's grab amazing. him. I'm Batman. Let me go. <laughs> your side. My people need me. <laughs> I have to, get to the go. Room. <laughs> you have Wait, no idea. I left my phone up there. I gotta get back up there. What did the cop? Did he say something? No. So what happened was, I was, uh, I was doing. Uh, it was my very first red team for coal fire oh man and uh <laughs> i'm gonna bring a grappling <laughs> i wanted to be prepared oh man that's awesome oh, i uh exactly. we were doing a court system a, a giant state court system so all the courts were in scope which was oh, phenomenal wow so you had multiple super... buildings you could just kind of hop between oh, yeah. and the whole state it was amazing wow, wow. so the, the the head of the, the capital of the state had the capital building that we were allowed to break into and stuff and they had a second floor balcony and the balcony door, I'd see people come and go all the time. I, I knew it wasn't locked. I just mm-hmm. knew. I had a feeling. <laughs> and I wanted to use a grappling hook. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I initially tried tailgating in, but this was my very first tailgate ever. And I screwed it up, and the dude caught me. Uh, I saw some dude walk out. So apparently they had told the people in the building that they were going to have a physical security test. Oh. And so I was milling around with the smokers. And as soon as someone opened the door and he took off, I opened the door after him. And I peek out outside the door. Uh, to see if he saw me, and I see his head turn around. Oh, and he saw he me go in, back. and I was like, "All right, time to run." So I start running up the stairs, but it turns out the stairwell was locked down. They had mm-hmm. key card access to everything, mm-hmm. and I didn't know all the tricks and everything to get by all this stuff, so I didn't have that. So I got caught there. But I was going to go back that night, uh, even if I was successful in the tailgate, and go grapple hook up to the second floor balcony <laughs> and get into that door. So you said you got caught, but then you came back. Is that pretty standard? Like you'll go and you'll try something, you'll get caught, and you'll be like, dang it, okay, you caught me, I'll leave. And no, I didn't go back that time. I got oh, caught okay. 
And then that was the end of the engagement. That was the end of the okay. engagement. Is want, that pretty typical? Want. Like after you get caught once, you're done? Or it's, it's it depends. Like, yeah, it's, it's I think like it depends. 50-50 maybe. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, how it, you get caught? It, it, it depends. Also, it, it depends. On the like it, it'll be easier in your case because you have multiple uh, facilities to, to hit. Right. Because like if you get caught in one facility, you, they, everyone knows your face at that point, right? So it's like yeah. hard to sort of get by again. Yeah. So but you go to the other side of the state, you might right lucky. And a lot of the clients they don't want to scare their employees so like a bank job we did we got caught once um and we had a lot of other branches in scope we're like we'll test the rest of them no problem and they're like yeah but like the stress levels in, in that office are off the charts so let's just call that a day you know oh, okay but it's, it's a 50 50 it's not every time it's just mm. depends on the client. yeah it's either, that's another thing too i find that physicals are either really hard or really easy yeah so, so like there's no in between with this like the last one it was just too easy like you could i just can have aired like every single door with the pir sensor and just opened like it, mm. it was just nuts so once you're in the building i mean what what's your go-to drop box type thing like do you just plug in a raspberry pi or land turtle or what we have coal fire supplies us with drop boxes so right. uh josh from last episode, or the episode before last, actually makes them, uh, and they're great. They they can uh, I think they work for three G and and all that kind of stuff. So and that's usually just, just what you use. You just yeah, you just jam one. it right into the network. It's a very small, unassuming black box. There's no lights on it or anything. Kind of looks like a power cable or something. And so you just jam that in there, and then now you have access to the network. How often do those like get caught? Like, do they have network monitoring? That yeah. So at the uh, court system that we did they that one actually got caught because they were watching <laughs> the mac addresses yeah, yeah watching mac addresses very carefully uh and i think one of us no names to be named <laughs> may have forgotten to re to rename the host name oh so it was like cali or something this isn't suspicious at all but then yeah, i wonder what this could be at another bank job uh we got caught the one that me and esteban did they found the network drop uh but they were, IT took a look at it, didn't know what it was, and just threw it away. So like, it doesn't always burn you, even if they find it, hmm. as long as it's they didn't enough. like, you know, oh, let's run some forensics. I guess on they this. So they yeah, just tossed yeah, it. They just yeah, tossed just wow. threw it away. I hmm. guess that works if you're not worried about repeat offenders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe or, they or about the stuff that they already like exfiltrated from yeah, the network. Right. But yeah, yeah, maybe they didn't get anything and throwing it in the trash will yeah. be fine. Yeah. yeah, switching gears a little bit, I was going to ask you guys about certs. We always talk mm. about certs on here. What do y'all feel like is the <laughs> and we have a thing. What do y'all feel like is the importance of like certs and like do y'all recommend any? Do you have any? I think. How do you feel about so, it? this? Works because I want to talk to you more about like SANS and stuff too. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think SANS is by far like if you have to take a couple of certs, okay, and you have some moolah, you have some money to spend, uh, definitely go with SANS. I think. By far, I think Sands is like it's the best bang for your buck in terms of. I would totally agree. Yeah, what you can get, unless this person disagrees. <laughs> but it also depends. No, no. But the thing is, so okay. Yeah. So everyone. I'm I, kidding. I, no, I'm no, kidding. no, 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 no. It's fine. No, no. It's, you should try. If you haven't taken a Sands cert, like try yeah. it, and I guarantee you that in some way or fashion, it will blow your mind. Yeah. Okay. I wish, like, I I personally wish that Sands was like regular college. Yep. Like if Sands, oh, if the yeah. if the quality of Sands was like what you'd get in like an actual college. Absolutely. Well, there's Holy the Sands crap. Masters program. I've, I've been thinking about signing up for that. You should. Have yeah, you, yeah. Have either of you guys or have, I have you looked into that I've at all yet? I, I've I heard of it. I'm not. I'm not uh, like had anything what to do with it? that yet. So but. there's two people at the South Office that are enrolled in it right now that have told me a bit about it, and I talked to someone when I was at that Sands course in Virginia about it too. Mm-hmm. It sounds awesome. Um, Who's you, enrolled? Hey, no, uh, Eric and uh, David. David's actually enrolled. David P. Montesi. Really? He's enrolled in it too yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. I do. So you sign up. You <clears> take the cert classes. And then certain cert classes count towards a degree, mm. and I guess they are an accredited university that like so That's you just sick. take yeah you get the certs and you get the degree same class as long as you pass the test you get both the cert and credit towards the master's degree. Yeah, if I could give advice to anyone who's trying to become a pen tester, it's don't go to school for infosec. Oh you are for, wasting your time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you go to Sans classes. The other certs, I don't know. That there's really that many certs that uh, offset great. Offset OSCP is we go. good. It's Sec the best good. that you can get. I yeah, but the, other than Sans. Yeah, I personally, I personally, with the whole new thing that they got with like the yeah, we're watching on your webcam and you oh, got to yeah. do this. Yeah, well, the proctored exam. Yeah, that 
I'm, I'm like, it's just, it, it might be just me that I'm paranoid, but I, th- I find it really creepy. Okay. Now that I think of it, you know what the, probably the best way to solve this? Um, the way you get, so when you go, when you go through a SANS class, if you do a remote SANS, you can do SANS classes like from your house, right? Like on they, demand. They, on demand. demand. Yeah, that's what it's called. On demand. I should probably know that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it's called on demand. All, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> on demand. Uh, but um, yeah, if you do that, so after you take the on-demand class, you have to actually take the exam. To take the exam, you have to actually go to a college or an actual building like a, that actually uh, there's a person there watching you take the exam, and they loaded up the exam on the computer there, and you just have to take the exam with the person watching you. And it's usually an open book exam, like SANS exams are usually open book. That so blew me away there. when I found that out too. Yeah, you yeah. Three or four big, huge books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's book. an open book exam. So you got the book, but... There's someone watching you, and you're definitely not cheating. So, like, I think that's the way to solve it. I think OPSEC should do that. I don't see so why they like, have locations yeah. like a Pearson View yeah, test yeah, center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's exactly. a test center. So yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. The CompTIA exams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. A it's a test center. center. Yeah. That's exactly it. Actually, they it's a just test do center. That yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I don't. I think I they could money. probably pay Pearson. Pretty sure OPSEC can afford. I think I had to pay for that. Like it was like twenty, thirty bucks or something. Same here, yeah. To get a ticket to go to that think, place. I don't think I had to pay for that. I don't think I, I don't pay for my GPS. And if, if OFSEC were to charge an extra $100 or whatever per certification attempt so they wouldn't make you sit there on a webcam. Yeah, the time, to be I fair, I'd rather perform. Yeah. I rather, uh, personally, me, I prefer that over some weird person watching me on like over a webcam for 24 and, hours straight and listening too? to oh, my so yeah crazy. yeah that's really creepy make sure oh, your sorry, mic's on just, so i can hear you breathe it's just cringy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> i personally prefer that your, your speakers just here <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you can you breathe a, li- a bit louder please yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you can you move the mouse just a tad slower <laughs> Oh man. Um, all right. So, what else we got to talk about? I think we're getting we're getting up there on time yeah, now. We're so, uh, I did want to talk about uh, like you, the future of, of pen testing, right? Oh, yeah. So, getting into the cloud stuff, containers, IoT. Yeah. I feel like so we're getting away from run nmap, launch an exploit against that server, mm-hmm. and then get a shell and then bounce out from there. We're getting away from that. Uh, where we're going is the cloud, and I hate saying that because it makes no sense to me. It's Buzzword just, bingo. Yeah. But what we're we're talking about is AWS, G Cloud, uh, Azure. Azure. Those are going to be like the major things that you need to know at a a pretty low technical level if you want to hack a company that's using those systems. So if you're looking into the future of pen testing right now, uh, A, it's probably not going to be PowerShell. Uh, You're going to want to look into C Sharp. And you're also going to want to look into the technical aspects of AWS management, G Cloud management, and Azure. Uh, There's some really good stuff, Dirk Jan does some really good stuff yep. on hacking Azure. Dirk Jan is from uh, Fox IT, I think, or Foxit. He releases uh, a lot of stuff in conjunction with the um, SpectreOps guys for attacking AD environments on Azure. Yeah, he does some, he has, he's put out some impressive research over the past like year. He, yeah. He's about Priv Exchange. Uh, he did Priv Exchange? Yeah, he did Priv Exchange. Man, nice. in the six. Man in the Middle 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Priv Exchange is very I've used cool. that recently. That that was that was amazing. Yeah. Um, is that the guy that did the article on deserialization? No, that's Bishop Fox. Yeah, no, I think that's... That was Bishop Fox. That was Fox Club. Fox Club, yeah. There's someone with Brandon Edmonds who now works at Security Company. here. Oh, that's right, yeah. Wait, that's right. Yeah, Brandon Edmonds. Big Beard? I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah was he, was, he was Fox. He was Fox. Uh, no, not Fox. Fox That's Fox, Fox Glove. Yeah, that's Fox. Glove. Fox Glove is well, not a company. It, For the record, Brandon corrected me on this. Fox Glove is just a group of friends. It's just four friends, and they oh, just seriously. do research together. Yeah, they're not. Uh, a, they're not like a pen test. It was company. just four guys that worked for. Um, some company that Dell bought uh, called yeah. N- NTT N- Group. NTT Data. Or N- N- yeah. NTT Group, I think, or something that like that. So. Yeah, N- it's T- like a Japanese tech company. Not NCC, got, right? Not NCC. Oh, okay, no. okay. I think it's NTT. NTT sounds yeah, right. Yeah, because when I worked for Dell, there was some stuff with them going on. Yeah. Hmm. I think that sounds right. But yeah, it was just four guys that worked for them, and they were like, let's focus on pen testing stuff. I didn't know that he was the guy that did all that research, though. He helped. With it. Stephen Breen was the guy that did most yeah, of the research. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Gotcha. But he was involved. That's really yeah. cool. Nice. Yeah, but if you want to look at like where the big money's coming in the next 10 years, you you have to get away from Nmap scanning crap. Yeah. You got to start looking into the details the, of AWS. Yeah, and they're, they're, yeah, definitely. And sort of I agree. And also like 
the serverless architecture is probably going to be a much bigger deal as well. Like so Lambda like, stuff? Yeah. So oh, like yeah. web app pen testing is going to have... Web like, app pen testing is going straight going to, to AWS change. Yeah. and to Azure. So th- there's going to be some... MG uh, Cloud. Yeah, there's going to be some definitely some changes of landscape in the next like 10, 15 like years. Like websites running entirely off of S3 buckets and things. Yep. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. Well, yeah. The structure yep. of how Absolutely. sites work is going to It's going to be like it's uh, everyone. everything is going to be in other people's hands. Like, and then there's gonna, like containers and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Oh, my Kubernetes, entire company Docker. runs inside a Docker container. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be interesting. wild to me. Yeah, uh, Docker has some cool exploits too. Yeah. We had a pen tester here that got uh, root on an unnamed client. A Brad. very large one. Yes. Yes, yes. That, oh, that yeah. Got, so incredibly I've cool. heard this story. He got yeah. root on an unnamed client um, a through Docker because they didn't lock their Docker image out quite good enough. And he ended up getting a, a root on their, like, you know, their main systems. Um, yeah, using a, a, a esoteric uh, drop way over my head yeah. when he was explaining it. I was hyped for him because I was getting part of it, but yeah. <laughs> I couldn't re-explain it. You'll no. just have to ask. Brad. You have to know a lot of the technical that's, details about Docker to exploit that, and that's yeah. where you should be focusing on. Because uh, in Brad your will always have a job because Brad, he knows yeah. so much about Docker yeah, and Kubernetes. Brad, and Brad knows everything. Which creator is kind of, scary. of MPK. Creator MPK. of MPK, yeah, 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 MPK, which yeah. we shout out pretty much every episode. I know. At this point. <laughs> yeah. He said he would come on. So yeah, I would love to have Brad on. Man, people are opening a ton of issues on that one, though. Not because things are necessarily going wrong, but Brad is on it. Brad is is closing those issues like it's his job. He'll get jaded fast. Don't worry. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Brad Brad told me this was like the first thing he's released publicly that people care about. Yeah, that'll change. I'm sure he's a little overwhelmed. That will change. That's that's how exactly I was. When I first started, it was amazing. I loved it. And then three, four years down the road, I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, all of you. Okay. (laughs) I'm much more cynical now. I was going to put in my... Uh, pull request personally to you right now. Oh, go on. I want <laughs> you to marry CME with Coetic. I have no clue what Coetic is. Oh what is Coetic? Uh, it's, it's like it's a C2 like it's a C2 thing. Coetic? Uh, yeah. it, it's what's like entirely line? JavaScript, you, I think, is the point. It uses wall, wall bins. Yeah. It's like Empire with wall bins. Yeah. Oh, you mean Kodiak? It's spelled K-O-A-D-I-C, yeah, it's, it's, so not yeah. Everybody yeah. calls it Kodiak, Kodiak, but it's Kodiak. It's Kodiak? Yeah. Like Kodiak. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, that, you can, that's actually, yeah, so Kodiak is pretty legit. Kodiak? Kodiak. Kodiak. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Whatever you want to call it. If you Kodiak, 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 whether you want to call it whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whether you want to call make it. something up. No, yeah, no yeah, yeah. problem. It's fine. I have In Italian, language. it's. I have my own Kodiak. language. Kodiak. It's, it's my own language. Okay? Domain specific language to Marcello. <laughs> Domain specific language. <laughs> I think your, your baby would be very beautiful if y'all had kids. So, actually, incredibly enough um the uh, original like one of the main so back i think this was like a couple of years ago uh the idea the future idea of cme was and the reason and i didn't have time to flesh this out and also i found out it was really really hard to implement so that was part of the reason why i didn't i never got around to this was uh basically having a domain specific language in cme when you define the actual payloads or modules to run that allows you to chain them together so like for quadic Kodiak, whatever you want. Uh, Kodiak example, you'd be able to. First time. (laughs) You'd be able. You'd be able to change. You'd be able like to to chain like um like you know using C script to fire off a certain uh certain executable like to fire off PowerShell. So like you'd be able to chain like multiple modules together to like customize what you'd run on like the endpoints. That was the idea. So it was sort of like that. Uh, but then, then zero sum released that. So like, and it's in a whole C two framework now. So that, that that is actually that that's a good idea. Um, I think just a thought. Yeah, yeah, I know it is actually. I I've been toying with the idea of doing something like that. But I think the problem there would be it would just take an enormous amount of time to yeah, actually. Good lord. Yeah, and I'm not even sure if uh, that has an API, a REST API, or something I can like integrate with it. So I'm not. I would have to build that on top of the CME stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I, it is a good idea, though. It's definitely something worth um, pondering. Definitely. I think we're someone good. else should do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're running a bit high on time. I think I have like one or two more things I want to talk about. I really want to talk about. Um, your progress on teaching the automating information security with Python class for SANS is that is that still happening? How's that going? How'd you get into that? Like becoming a SANS yeah, instructor? Yeah, I, I think it started mainly because Mark Baggett just hit me up on Twitter, um, and he said, "You want to 
uh, teaches us like you want to is your whole life just other people hitting you up on email and twitter <laughs> and then you just like riding the incredibly wave enough, <laughs> incredibly you enough incredibly enough pretty much pretty much <laughs> I, they, they actually got hit by on twitter for the keynote <laughs> incredibly get enough. a twitter, twitter that's, that's big advice you know what people, twitter, in people give say. twitter a lot of shit but for me personally I, it has been amazing like career-wise twitter is like it, it i have gotten yuck. LinkedIn, I hate LinkedIn. And I, I, I will never, I will, I've never I will never go on LinkedIn. I have never been on LinkedIn. I will never be on LinkedIn. Really? Yeah. I have an Screw account. LinkedIn. I never log into it. I hate it. I cannot stand it. LinkedIn? I cannot stand. Yeah. That's funny. I cannot stand it. I've never been on it. But yeah, no. LinkedIn has been at uh, LinkedIn. Twitter has been amazing uh, in terms of like the the stuff that I've been able to get off of it. But yeah, Mar- Mark Baggett um, talked to me and he said, "Do you want to co-teach?" And I'm like, sure, yeah, why not? That sounds like an amazing experience. Even if like I don't like wind up, you know, uh, continuing, I guess, like the instructor path, uh, quote unquote, and uh, sort of been a snowball from there. Like you were like, oh, this is fun. I might want to actually teach the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually really interesting. And and there were and I have some I have some ideas of my own in terms of like classes that I would like to like create. Oh, for wow, Sans really? as well. Yeah, I've I've been to- I'm toying around with some ideas for that as well. Also, also Python specific or something else. Not entirely? necessarily something else entirely. Um, so I have a couple of I have a couple of classes that I definitely have in mind uh, to possibly like submit for you know when I do get certified, if I do get certified. Um, so there's that. Yeah, and it's sort of been sort of snowballed from there uh, in terms of me actually teaching i think that's a little bit down the line um but there's yeah, a lot of like paperwork know. and training and stuff involved from yeah yeah there's a lot of paperwork and i mean i don't know about paperwork but this is this it's usually it's just the it's the uh the brunt of um like learning the material for one class there's a lot of like one class is a lot of slides and a lot of material and a lot of stuff that you have to nail down pretty well considering people are paying an absurd amount of money for to be there Expensive. you don't want someone that paid eight thousand dollars for a class asking a question yeah like, and you'd know. be i don't know <laughs> so that's the thing so like you know you sort of have to know your stuff pretty well if you want to teach the class um which is you know, normal expected considering the amount of money <laughs> um so yeah th- there's there's going to be like a definitely a good time period in between now and me teaching it's way stressful to teach too i mean marcello taught at black hat yeah. a few times and man like people come in with the wrong hardware or they have some weird vm issue that yep. has nothing to do with the class or or even our uh, skill set i don't have virtualization enabled in my bio right. so my it's, company doesn't it's, allow it's it it's stuff like that <laughs> you, you've obviously taught a class because yeah, that is well, it yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> that's right. yeah, yeah. i taught yeah. at london uh, with you and yep. we did yeah, the yeah. minneapolis yeah. one together yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, teaching far. is stressful anytime someone asks a question i I'm like, no, please don't ask a question. Because what if I don't know the answer and I look like a dum dum? Yeah, no, it, it's fine. You, you'll even if you don't know the answer. Like the great thing about you can just literally just Google it. And yeah. I mean, you really can. You, yeah, isn't I that mean, all our jobs? I mean, yeah, I mean, right. essentially, yeah. Like, you could just tell how me, to hey, add I don't user know. to Linux. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I've done this times. fifty times. Is in it the last add user week, or user add? And what are right. they flags and? Yeah. yeah. And even if you don't like, you just tell, hey, listen. I mean, I don't know it, but if you give me like five minutes and you want to. And you like catch me after the class, I can gladly talk yeah. to you about it. Probably, I mean, it's yeah, not big of a deal. People are usually pretty understanding. Yeah, yeah. Do either of you have mentors that y'all talk to or look up to, or have y'all had mentors that have contributed to your? Success? Well, I am Marcello's mentor, so I'll answer <laughs> that for him. No problem. <laughs> big brother, in, 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 in a strange way, he sort of. Oh, is. get out of here! Yeah, in a strange way, he sort of. <laughs> in a strange way, he's yeah. it not in like a normal All right, way. I'll take in it. In a strange <laughs> way, yeah. I mean, he, you you started you you've made a couple of projects that really inspired me, like to continue with the Python stuff. You, you know, what I'm real proud of is there was a, a guy emailed me in 2011. Uh, but he, I was writing tons of scripts because I was working at a place where I didn't actually have to work. Uh, it was eight hours of network monitoring, and there was nothing to monitor. Mm-hmm. So I did eight hours of coding. And so I was just pumping out scripts of, uh, at a ridiculous rate. So this guy emails me. He's like, you clearly have a lot of ideas. Can you share any of them with me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure. Here's the half-baked project idea I had uh, oh, yeah. for, what was it called? Wi-Fi Fisher. Wi-Fi Fisher. How do I know this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what was my tool called? <laughs> so I, got, I got like... 30% of the way of finishing this Wi-Fi Fisher tool, which is essentially where it brings up a, um, a router login page uh, after you like ARP spoof them and stuff so you can get the router login and stuff. You know, whatever. It's been a long time. Uh, but he ended up running with it, and now he speaks all over the world uh, on this yeah, tool. Yeah, it was that a really good idea. He still has all the. He still uses a lot of my code from my original project that I passed off to him, and stuff like that actually does make me feel really good that 
I was a direct influence in something, you know, yeah, yeah, even yeah. if I didn't build it. Like your legacy is carried yeah, on. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I'm contributing without contributing. Yeah. yeah if no, you die, you're not gone from the world totally. Yeah. I, that's, I'm all about that. I'm all about silently contributing to stuff. I really don't like attention. Incredibly. I know, yeah. right? I do not like attention. And I'm all about silently contributing to stuff. Fine. Silent you know, Trinity. See, you know, this yeah. is where there the name comes from. Yeah, there you go. That was actually NSA name generator. Actually. It sounds Yeah, It was actually NSA name generator. Abandoned wow. gopher. Yeah, yeah. Baron too? Or Red Baron, that's a pizza. no. That is a pizza. Shout out to Red Baron, best yeah, pizzas ever. No, no. <laughs> I would no, it's also like a football player too. So like, the, re- the reason why it's called Red Baron is because uh, I, I originally wanted to call it Bloody Baron because I was knee deep in playing Witcher Three. That while I was <laughs> such uh, a nerd. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Okay, so I was a but it was the Bloody Baron. I don't Witcher know. Witcher Three's fun though. Yeah, yeah. Can't but the thing you. is, I was afraid uh, Project Red would sue Project CD Project Red would sue the hell out of me if I call it Bloody Baron. So I just changed it to Red Baron, not knowing that it's a pizza company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is more likely to sue. So the really, I really just made it worse. That's CD a, Project Red Baron. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I think that pretty much does it for what what we have for this episode. I mean, we could always have you guys back on. I I love talking to you guys. So yeah, thanks. And I you guys are open to that. Yeah, yeah, I imagine. Oh, put me on the spot here. I don't. Yeah, like you, know, you will come on for another right, episode right, or something. Right. Or what? <laughs> you will have you back. <laughs> Please sign right here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna replay. He said he would come. <laughs> another He's exclusive. a liar. <laughs> Do you have right. any shout outs you want to give out uh, while you have on the air? Yeah, anything y'all want to say before Anybody, we wrap up? Thank you. Shout outs, mom. I'm, Shout, okay. Now that you said mom, you don't want to not shout out. Yeah, yeah I mean, now I got it. Okay, shout you out love to your mothers. Right? Shout out to mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do I? I wasn't prepared for this question. Oh no. All right. Well, we can shout just out. end it. I just, I just didn't want shout you guys out, to. Not. I guess. I guess. Shout out to the to 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 Wild West Second Fest. If you're interested in Wild yeah, West Second Fest, that's October, right? Yeah, October. The CFP is open until May 31st. Oh. Okay. So and also there's uh, going to be the Tool Shed too, which is uh, which is somewhat like our version of the Black Hat Arsenal. So if you have like a tool and stuff and you want to present your tool, you can submit to the Tool Shed. Uh, Wild West, it's always a good time Wild West Second Fest. So. If you're interested, definitely hit, uh, hit by uh, submit CFP. It is my favorite con I've ever been to, Wild West Hacking Fest. It's got like it was, the quality it was a good of fun. talks, like like going to DEF CON or Black Hat and some of the bigger cons, but it's more close-knit. You're in a tiny little Wild West yep. town in the mountains in South yeah, Dakota. Yeah, in South Dakota. It's Everybody's really fun. Everybody's really friendly. Yep. You get an old mom-and-pop diner down the road. Yeah, so it's a good time. Too. It's a good time. Last question. What do y'all like to do for fun that's not technical? Last question. Oh, jeez. Movies. I don't have a life, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's, that's it. <laughs> that's it then. All right. So, uh, yeah, Thank thanks you. for watching uh, our two first two-part episode. Uh, come back next time, and I think we're going to Denhack. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. We might have, I don't know. We'll let you know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was very really reassuring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, join us next time at Denhack. Yep. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, cool. Cut! Thank you.